Street Smart Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the new innovative concept of real estate investing. No more expensive courses. No more high-priced mentors taking your money and leaving you without ongoing support. Become a full-time seasoned real estate investor by participating with our already successful team members. Now is the time to stop talking about real estate investing and start doing. Take action. Just ask and we will help you. We promise one thing, no BS. For more info, www.streetsmartrei.com. Hello everybody, there is Yarek Buchholz from Canada Real Estate Investors Club and many other companies. I don't know even how many they are. And I would like to welcome Mr. Joe Migadel. How you been doing, Mr. Joe? Been great, Jared. Thanks. How are you today? I am always good. I would like to thank you very much for you for allowing me to talk to you. And your experience and expertise is very valuable for anybody who will be listening to that uh, conversation. So, Joe, would you mind give me, you know, longer elevator speech about who you are and introduce yourself if you do not mind? Sure, sure, and it's a it's a pleasure speaking with you too, Yerik. It's always a, a good chat when we get a chance to uh, to a talk. So, so basically, um, I'm I'm married to my uh, lovely wife Sherry now for 24 years. Uh, we have we have five kids. Uh, they range in age from 35 down to 21. So, Whoa. math doesn't really add up. But uh, the first two were from a previous relationship. So Sherry and I have uh, three kids, and. Um, and yeah, been been busy working in real estate for the last number of years, and loving it, enjoying it, and uh, that's kind of my uh, what I'm looking forward to doing for many years to come. I see. Okay. So, what make you decided to start within you know to work on the real estate side of investments? Well, basically, um, I'm going to go back right away. It's going to go back to about 1981. Came out here to Calgary. I grew up in Saskatchewan. Out here uh, right after high school. Um, if anybody uh, uh, is on and watching this remembers those years, uh, things were quite different. There was 18 to 20 percent interest rates. I saw a lot of people losing houses. I saw a lot of people making a lot of money in housing. Um, I got involved. I'm a tradesman by by trade. I'm a sheet metal mechanic. So lots of construction that I was involved with could see this going on on a continual basis mm -hmm. now unfortunately like sometimes happens you get involved with life and kids and everything else and and i just kind of watch from a distance over a number of years uh very busy and very involved with uh, all the kids activities and things used to work shift work a lot so um finally when my my youngest daughter was about 14 15 and Pretty much grown up and doing their own things is when I sort of started to take more of an active role and get uh, get myself, um, you know, the, the start of my education about real estate and and okay. um, and start going from there. Okay, education, right? So, okay, uh, we will talk about that. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. How do you feel being, you know, having that kind of conversation, Joe? Are you feeling okay or? Oh, of are course. You of course. <laughs> open, open to anything. Open to anything. Open Got to it. anything. <laughs> Don't ask too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what kind of real estate investment uh, investments you have done it and made so far? Well, basically. Um, my my main focus is the rent-own strategy. I've done some land. I've done some rentals. Um, involved in a little bit of of multi uh, properties, but uh, mainly my focus is on the, the single-family homes with the rent-owns. Okay. If that if that answers your question. Yeah. Why? Why? Well, I mean, there's there's many strategies. Uh, Anybody can enter into in real estate, and and they're all good. They're all good, and they they um, do wonders for for many people. Now, uh, one of the important things is to determine which strategy is is a better fit for you when you when you start your investment journey. And 
and I, if everybody is following with with years and timeline and stuff, um, I started later in in life. Um, so the long term buy and hold really didn't didn't appeal to me that much. So uh, the rent on strategy, um, they're they're shorter term deals. You can you can make a great above average cash flow on them, a great return at the end. And probably the the thing that, that you know, drew me to it the most was the market. And I mean, it's as I said, I have five kids, and I see the struggles that they go through um, in the housing market. And it's very difficult now, and and getting more difficult all the time to get into houses. So this transitions to all all walks of life, all different demographics. So with uh, with the rent on, I'm able to make some impact and help these folks get into homes of their own. And uh, you know, most of them, when they when they apply for a mortgage at a bank or, or what have you, and they're turned down, they kind of basically just forget about it for for a while. And and I can step in, and I can help those folks uh, over a short period of time uh, get into a home of their own, and and that's that in itself is is pretty rewarding for me. I see. Okay, so what kind of the investments have you made so far? Can you can you give me some examples? What what investments you have done it? Um, well, I, as I mentioned, I've I've done a little bit of land stuff. I was a little little did a little bit of stuff down in the states, uh, mostly around land, um, regular rentals uh, that I tried in the past, um, and lately the last last few years have just pretty much been rent owns, and uh, and that's. Basically, where that's where that's at. I see. Okay, so how do you find in those rental uh, deals? Uh, can you give me an, an idea to anybody who who is listening and uh, this 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 conversation? Uh, what kind of process? How are you processing? What kind of steps takes in order for for tenant buyers or how you call them or for the sellers or for investors, can you elaborate more about entire process? How you working out? How you making sure that all those parts are working correctly, and everybody who is involved has the highest chances of, you know, closing that deal and succeeding on that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, by all means. So basically, they're all all different. So tenant mm -hmm. buyer. Um, I have my my website, which I try to direct everybody to to fill out the online application for the home buyers. So there's really, you know, two streams of, of tenant buyer. Um, mm -hmm. Some of them have a sufficient amount of down payment to come to the table with uh, option fee that that allows enough security for for investors to come on board and work with us and purchase a, a property within the tenant buyer's affordability range. Um, on title for that property, put the 20% down. That's really where their involvement ends. I look after everything else and, and the investors paid an above average return. Mm -hmm. but, um, that's a small percentage of the applicants that I, I receive. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them, most of them, um, they, do, they still have a, a you know reasonable amount of option fee Put down at the beginning, they can afford the above average market rent, which which we require to be able to save them uh, rental credits in over over the course of the term. Mm -hmm. Got good jobs, um, but there's really not enough security in their option fee for an investor. So with those folks, um, I work more with with motivated home sellers. So that's sort of the second piece of the puzzle. So okay. we you know we market for motivated sellers. And they come from all different situations too. We work with people that, you know, that have uh, free and clear homes that, that may be facing a tax implication, mm -hmm. negative, negative tax implications should they do an outright sale. So we're able to work with them to, you know, transition them out of the property in the course of two to four years. They they stay on title for the course of the option term. So they're helping us with the tenant buyer, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know they benefit from. No, no realtor fees on the sale, mortgage down, should there be some, if it's free and clear, then it's an income for them. Um, mm -hmm. So that's basically how we, you know, how we put up the motivated home seller with the, the tenant buyer. So, and I mean, from the other end of the spectrum with the sellers, is people that are having difficulties with their homes, we can come in and we can help them 
you know, uh, get out of their situation. So we can we can help home seller, we can get the tenant buyer in. It's a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. Now the investors as well. Um, I work with people that are, you know, they're, they understand the benefit of investing in real estate, but usually they're just too busy with their own careers and their own jobs, um, or they're just really not interested in being your typical landlord and have to deal with all those issues. So that's where my company can come in and we can, you know, we can work with them. We give them, as I said, an above average return and everything is, is handled by my company. So it's, you know, the, the investors secured on all the property, mm-hmm. basically, in a, you know, an assured sale at the end, they know how much they got to come in with, you know, how much they're getting at the end of the deal and uh, they know when. So it's, it's a, it's a fit for a lot of folks that are looking for that type of, of investment, um, you know, to further their portfolio. So that's kind of how all the, all the pieces tie together. So um, I think that pretty much answers what you were asking. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that program because there is a, I believe it, and I, I hope you agree with me. There is a lot of people who they have been uh, misunderstand what exactly rental home program is, and hopefully you will help everybody to understand. And so, do you agree that there is some uh, perception? People are thinking that rent to own has not so good reputation, right? So, can we elaborate more? What kind of advantages, challenges everybody can face as a, you know from the investor side, from the seller side, and from the buyer side, Joe? Right? You understand? You know, let's clarify it. Let's let's make okay. You know, whatever you're doing as a rent-to-own program is definitely, and can we agree to build reputable structure where people will be succeeding, will be having the houses, people which invest in, they will make money, people, tenant buyers will get that house and the sellers will be also happy, right? So uh, what kind of things are important to make sure that the process is executed correctly, what kind of mistakes people are making, elaborate more, just give them understanding that, you know, rent to own is very, very creative way to find the solutions, right? To, to yeah. make things happen, right? Okay. Are you okay to elaborate as much as possible about that aspect? Because let's clear the waters, right? Let's make everybody understand that, you know, rent to own is is a very good strategy. However, has to be executed right and has to be, you know, everybody has to follow up with their guidance, right? Yeah, yeah, no, but by all means. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll clarify that uh, somewhat. So basically, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I would definitely agree that a lot of people have the misconception uh, of what a legitimate rent-owned company is, and, and they do, you know, and I and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that there's a lot of them that are still done incorrectly, and unfortunately, the tenant buyer and the home seller and sometimes the investor, if they're involved as well, they all end up, you know, suffering at the end. So that's the last thing that we want. And and a number of years ago, um, you know, when I was taking my initial training, there was there was a few of us that had the same stories. Right. Everybody had known somebody or know somebody who knew somebody that got you know, ripped off. It was mm-hmm. a bad rent to own um, deal. So what we did was there was a group of us. I'm one of the founding members. We, we developed a professional association called CARO. Okay. That's Canadian Association of Rent to Own Professionals. And we're, we're Canada wide. We're not in every province, but we're growing, you know, fairly good pace uh, initially. Initially, it was mostly Alberta and, and BC uh, operators, and we've expanded you know, since then. So basically, it is it is a professional association, same as you know when you go to your doctor, your dentist, your lawyer, uh, mortgage brokers. They all belong to professional associations, and, and we have that as well now. That gives credibility to the industry as a whole. Now, not everybody that does rent owners involved, but you know I'd like to stress that the people that are looking to enter into a rent-to-own agreement, ask the, the, uh, the uh, rent-to-own operator if they're a member of Kirop. 
Um, and you can go, anybody can go onto the site, careop.ca. It lists all the founding members, all the members across Canada, mm -hmm. and basically the areas that they worked in. So that was sort of the, you know, step one to help build credibility. Now the program itself, basically the tenant buyer, which I'll, I'll start with. So once they, once they apply, my website I get a I get a sort of a baseline of where they're at through my application questions. Um, follow that up with it with a phone consultation just to verify the information they've given me and ask a few more questions and give them a chance to ask me a few questions as well. Mm -hmm. And from there there's a you know there's a, a list of documents that I require from them to go through the qualification process. And I mean it's it's fairly um, in-depth uh, qualification process that lets me see where they're so basically we're looking at their credit score and report now look at their history look at their income look at everything that's involved with determining the affordability they have and and anything that they may not divulge which we can capture on their income and their credit and everything else so yeah. once once we once we approve them for the program and not not everyone does get approved so I mean, it is a it's a pretty high ratio of applicants versus versus um, actual buyers or, or clients, but uh, that's that's just the nature of of the business. So once we get them through the application process and determine, you know, which stream we're going to take them down, whether we can get an investor involved and they get to go house shopping, or whether we're looking for a motivated seller to find a property that fits all their needs, whether that be bedrooms and baths certain area of the of the city, close to transit, close to amenities or, or what have you. And from there, once we get the program started, I mean, things are set up. We work very closely with the tenant buyer. So the two two items that are, that are you know, paramount to success are the an, enough option, enough uh, payments saved up as well as credit. So if we don't have both of those in line at the end of the option term, then it's going to fail. So you know, the option term length, two to four years on average, um, is determined by A, how long it'll take to get the credit where it needs to be with our assistance, and B, how long it'll take them to save in the rental credits, you know, month after month to, to get in 10%. And 10% is what we structure our deals for, so they have that 10% down at the end of the uh, option term. Okay. Credit side of things, you know, we work very closely with them. We have a, a credit repair team. We meet quarterly um, and and more. Sometimes it's monthly, depending on how close we are to closing or what their you know, status is at the beginning. And um, you know, I follow up with both the tenant buyer and the credit repair team to see if if uh, all the information is 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 in agreement with what I'm getting told from both parties and make sure we're on track. And uh, and give them guidance and 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 you know as long as they follow what's been recommended from the credit team, there's absolutely no doubt that their credit will be where it needs to be uh, for them to qualify. And the same with the with the rental credits, uh, based on how much they start with, uh, determines how much more we have to save in over time. So basically, we work very closely with them right through to the end, and roughly 90 days prior to completion of the option term, we start getting them prepared for their own financing, get their file sent out to lenders and getting them the best possible mortgage we can. Now that the sellers, um, again, depending on the situation, right? If, if a lot of sellers are unable to sell their home uh, due to equity or the price, or maybe it doesn't show quite as well as, as other ones in the, in the, in the area. So we, we don't, we don't put, uh, tenant buyers into you know anything except nice homes in nice areas. Um, they're, they're basically turnkey properties uh, that don't need any renovations done. So we only work with properties that are not. You know the furnace isn't going to go in 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 a year after the tenant buyer move in moves in, or the windows you know need to be done, or the roof needs to be done. So so we we go through um, very strict criteria for the homes as well. And the investors, well, basically they come in, as I said, they know how much they're coming to the table with, uh, how length of time, and um, expected rate of return, which is which is very high for them at the end with basically passive income. They, they don't have any connection to anything else other than being on title. So that's part of their security, is they are on title of the property. And essentially they're leasing the property to my company, Calgary Rent-to-Buy, and I intend to sublet it to the tenant buyer. So 
I am ultimately responsible to the tenant, to the, to the investor as well. So within my contracts, you know, I have the should the tenant buyer default, which you know does not happen very often, but you know happens. It, it happened. So then I am still responsible for the monthly payments to the investor. We decide between us what we what we're gonna do moving forward. Now that may be finding another tenant buyer. Maybe that the the investor, the, the homeowner, wants to keep it as a rental, or they may want to sell it at that time. So I work very closely with them, you know, in that aspect. And uh, so with all those things combined, uh, we we make it very, you know, very strict and and um, easy to follow through, and high success rate for the for the tenant buyer, the investor, and the home seller. I see. Okay, you know, you mentioned in high, high, high chance and everything, right? So, uh, which part is the most volatile in your personal opinion? And what can get wrong, happen wrong on, on okay. those deals? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And, and what I see, you know, with others and what, in my opinion, is the most important is the credit follow-up. So, a lot of people will start a tenant buyer in the program and then you just kind of leave them. And then at the end, they're, you know, the tenant buyer hasn't had any direction as to what they can and can't do. I, as an example, you know, the tenant buyer, we we advise them that should they wish to make any large purchase during the, you know, the, the option term, that they, they clear that with our credit team and myself first. Mm-hmm. So that means, you know, no going on buying a new vehicle, no going on a big, you know, holiday. Um, not to say they can't do that, but we have to we have to determine the timing of the program and whether or not it's going to have an impact on their on their closing. So and so that, and that's why we you know why we do the three month follow up, and uh, basically that's just to make sure that they're doing what we're what we're advising them to do, and wanting to see you know a progression of their of their credit score. And not everybody has credit issues. Some people it's just a it's just a um, a money issue, and they have to save up their down payment. But those ones, we still monitor the credit on the same on the same timeline, mm-hmm. because it's very easy for them to get sort of complacent or think everything is is a is a shoe in, and then they start spending like they shouldn't because the credit is is good. But we have to we have to keep it good, but we still have to work with those folks as well on on the credit, which you know, as I said, it seems to be that's where I see things falling off is is they get forgot about or. Well, possibly they let the tenant buyer sort of monitor it on their own or do their own credit check, and, and we don't do that. We we make sure that it's you know works with our team, and mm-hmm. and we do that because it's part of the program. The program set up the way it is because it works the way it is. Mm-hmm. And while I you know I appreciate the tenant buyers uh, you know wanting to take that role and look after their credit on their own, but unfortunately that's you know it's something that we need to keep a handle on as well to ensure that they that they close out successfully. Okay. So, very, very important question from the perspective of your company, right? Hypothetically, you, I believe that you you are calculating appreciation and, and you know, all the, the numbers should make a sense and provided the closing, you know, date and the highest chances of closing. Hypothetically, uh, what kind of strategies, what kind of uh, out strategies you utilizing if, for example, there are some challenges, like the value of the property is not as expected, the, the tenants, uh, I mean, honestly, they didn't follow up the guidance of the, the counseling, right, for the credit repair. Uh, can you elaborate more to make sure that people will understand that you know, there's there's always a solution, right? Yeah, you bet. No, that's that's another great question. And 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 your first reference about the appreciation, I mean, that happens. We, you know, I've had that happen, you know, more than once in this in this environment. But that's that's the nice thing. We do have we do have alternate alternate ways of of exiting. Um, so with the you're right. We we determine a, an appreciated uh, amount on the property. Mm-hmm. So that we know what the end buyout price is for the tenant buyer, and that's that's the price that we have to make sure they can afford. So that's that's one portion of it. So 
come to the end of the term and due to the market that nobody has a crystal ball and you, you know, it's hard to see three, four years down the road. And um, I always try to, you know, if, if the market allows a, a certain appreciation level, I will never go to that level. I will always go less and, and it, it, I'd much rather close out successfully with a little less um, profit of getting the tenant buyer in without any hiccups. But, but should something come up where the appreciated um, amount does not match, then mm -hmm. we have a few options. The, the, the most common one is all we do is we, we freeze the property, the, freeze the price of the property at that level. And then mm -hmm. we continue on with the lease option term for another six months or a year, let the market catch up. So mm -hmm. that gives the tenant buyers some options as well. They mm -hmm. can continue on with the rental credits so they have more of a down payment at closing or they can discontinue that payment should they like and put some aside for maybe that trip that they haven't been able to take. Maybe they can go on the holiday afterwards. Um, they can always walk away, of course, but that is a very bad you know, choice for them. And, and that really never happens unless there's other extenuating circumstances beyond their control. Um, and so, so that works out. We can also do some secondary financing to make up for the difference, which I'm open to as well. Get them into the house sooner. Um, and uh, the 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 second part. Actually, I don't remember what the second part was. What did you ask me on the second part? <laughs> you know how to avoid the situation and how how you oh, know yeah. to be sure, right? So yeah. So so basically, yeah. As with every tenant buyer and every every um, client, and everybody's unique. Everybody has a different situation, so they're all individual you know, deals. So everything is slightly different from one to the next. But because we work with them so closely throughout the uh, length of the option term, we usually have an idea if something's going a bit sideways and we can address it. Now there's, you know, job loss comes up, family, uh, you know, illnesses come up. And, um, you know, we on the job loss through, through CareOp, we actually have job loss insurance specific CareOp members which mm -hmm. we offer to the tenant buyer should they choose it. It's not something that they have to take, but it's, you know, it's something that they have the opportunity to take should the should that happen. But uh, because we work with them so close, we kind of see if things are, are happening and we can work with them. I mean, job losses, again, we, my, my intent is, is not to stick, you know, black and white timelines. If, if they're, if the tenant buyer is working through the program, doing what they're doing, what they're supposed to be doing and everything is progressing along fine. And one of these unforeseen circumstances like an illness or a job loss you know, happens through really no fault of their own, then I'm more than willing to work with, with folks um, and extend things to, you know, to, to make it work for them. Now, keeping in mind that if investors involved, that has to be agreeable to them too. And then that's a discussion that we have with each investor at the beginning that, you know, here's the term, it's, you know, three years, Eventually, we could go another six months or a year. Are you okay with that? Or, you know, and that's a discussion that's up to each individual as well. So, basically, we don't really see too many surprises. But one thing that, you know, I have that conversation with, with each tenant buyer that, yeah, things come out of the blue, really not fault of your own. I'll gladly work with you, get through it, and, uh, and close out, which, which I've done as well. I've worked with, with people that have had sickness, you know, serious illnesses just happened to them. So we've worked with them. They've done everything that they, they were supposed to for a number of years. And all of a sudden this comes up, I'm going to do everything I can to, to make them close. Now on the same discussion, I will go down the, you know, the opposite side of the coin and tell them uh, buyers that if they do the, say the vacation, you know, they're doing really well. We're coming closer to the closing and they decide to take a big holiday or buy a new vehicle or whatever it is that, you know, they do it on credit and now they've jeopardized their, their, their credit score and report. And it, you know, it may have an impact and it may not, but if it does, then I'm, you know, I'm less likely to be accommodating and move ahead because we're, you know, we, we've entered into this contract in good faith as well as the legal documentation. And uh, I want them to, I want them to succeed, but I, you know, I, 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 things have to be done a certain way and we follow the guidelines. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the, the, the partners, money partners, right? Uh, 
what hypothetically, I, I believe that nobody would, you know, do that kind of thing. But you know, happens. What if they decided to, you know, withdraw from the deal, right? Yeah. How are you helping them? But, well, if the, if the investor needs out prior to what our agreed upon timeline was, it does make it difficult. Like with any with any real estate, it's not really a liquid investment. You can't just, you know. You know, stocks you can sell even though it's for a loss. You can still sell when you want. Um, I would definitely work with the investor to try to, to try to bring somebody on to take their place. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that's that's one of those things we take on a case by case basis, and yep. and we we try to you know, that, uh, you know have the have the investor understand that this is a set set term, two years, three years, four years, and if they have some questions or some doubts about being able to keep their money in that long, then maybe, you know, it's not the best vehicle for them. So the last thing I want to do is, is, you know, impede an investor for something they need that money for. So I try to be, you know, total transparency, open and honest and answer all questions and try to cover all, all bases because I mean, uh, real estate investing is, is great, but there's definitely some some negatives attached to and and uh, <clears throat> there's risk involved, even though it's, you know, in my opinion, the least risk out there with anything else. And with this rent home program, I think it's lessened even that much more. But mm-hmm. yeah, stuff comes up and investors may need their funds out. So we try to try to accommodate if, if we need to. I see. Perfect. Thank you very much. Right. So whoever yeah. is thinking about investing and making some money doctors professionals right you're the guy joe i get you i believe so right so are you know, it's, kind of, it, it's kind of funny i mean it's you know those are the people that uh, you think about kind of mostly as the professionals that have that have lots of disposable income and it's true that's they are very good investors mm-hmm. it's it's pretty much anybody i mean of course rsps we work we work with rsps which is a slightly different program but and, uh, you know, people that have lots of equity in their in their home. You know, I I do that. I, I'm not I'm not uh, you know one to bring an investor in a, with the program that I haven't invested in myself, and I invest in my own deals too. And I mean, there's various ways of of doing that through you know, as I said, home equity, uh, lines of credit, cash. There's all sorts of ways we can help people are unsure of what to do with their funds because this you know the stock market being what it is i know a lot of people are have their, their funds sitting in cash just not knowing what to do with it so it's not getting them anything there so i can definitely uh you know improve on the, on that return by a long ways <laughs> no more gic's right no more gic's no <laughs> okay so are you working on any deals at this moment uh yeah um basically um Right now, in 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 the Calgary market, it's it's still very much a buyer's market. So I have a lot of motivated sellers. So mm-hmm. um, I do a lot of different marketing strategies. And um, right now, I have you know a fair good list of of motivated sellers looking to to get out of their properties in in one method or another. And I have others. Well, I guess three that are qualified now, kind of buyers. Mm-hmm. That are, we're trying to match them up with properties to fit their needs and and i mean that's when i say needs and, and you know i'll, I'll just elaborate a bit because a lot of people have a a picture in their mind of, of what they want for a house and that's great but once we get through their 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 qualification and we may determine that what they can afford isn't what they want but we can definitely find them something that they need and we can satisfy their needs and uh a little bit of education for the tenant buyers. Um, we can, you know, get them on that path to home ownership, even though it may not be in the property that they initially envisioned due to due to due to finances. But mm-hmm. so, yeah. So, simple message is you doing the deals, and whatever comes through the pipe will be happening on a regular basis based on the market. And simple, right? You're doing the yep. job. Simple, right? Yeah, no, we we have a kind of a constant flux of of buyers and sellers, and, and money partners, right? So basically, we can we can match all of them up. So so the more people that we can help, more people come on board is is kind of what it's all about. 
So where do you see yourself and your company in the in the future? Um, definitely, you know, growing it and working on on more properties, getting more of a a deal flow going. Um, something as I as I said, kind of transition. You know, I can do this from wherever I am. I've got a got a great team that I work with, so it's you know it's something I can do well into my you know golden years. And <laughs> and that was one of the draws is. <laughs> It's a little off to my golden years, but they're coming. So I mean, it's it's I really enjoy the people that I meet and the people that I work with. And as I said, the the kind of the main draw initially was was helping helping people and and you know everybody's uh, you know tenant buyers come from all walks of life. I get I get professionals, I get new immigrants, I get people that have been through some hard times, divorces and bankruptcies. We get them back on their feet and back into home ownership and. And you know, it, it's I think it's pretty rewarding for a lot of the investors that, that come on board as well. They, you know, they they are able to help people and make a great return on their money. So I think it's a you know a double win for them in that aspect. And mm -hmm. and I greatly appreciate all of the investors that, that work in this in this strategy and others for that matter. But um, yeah, so I just want to keep doing this and and basically building and and uh, I mean with with uh, with where we grow the company, um, we'll just be doing, doing different things and more multi-family. I think I can see in the in the future, uh, just just due to scalability and, and things. So, yeah, no stopping anytime soon. Okay, so uh, let's let's focus more on about you and your company, right? So uh, we covered the rent-to-own program. What have you been doing? How the challenges are related to that particular side? What kind of challenges you or your company are facing on a regular basis? Okay, well, um, speaking personally, um, the I guess the biggest challenge, and and I, in all honesty, when I when I started this this road, um, you know, first few deals were were easy, went pretty smooth, and everything, and and then if you know if you don't have leads coming in, you really don't have anything. So the, the marketing. Um, was a a huge learning curve for me, and, it's, and it still is. There's so many ways to market, and it changes all the time. And and that's where, with the team that I'm with, that's that's huge because that's not my that's not my forte so much. It's not something I like to be hands on um, with the different methods of of you know media marketing and things. So so that is something that um, is is a big help to help grow my my business. Okay. Um, and without it, without it, it's, you know, it, it, you really don't have anything. So you have to market all the time. You have to sort of change with the times. Um, and of course, keep on top of all the, the rules and regulations that continually, okay. continually change. I mean, I've made numerous changes to my, to my contracts to satisfy CMHC and, um, and, and the banking regulations. So, I mean, I guess I was sort of, Naive, I'll put it at the beginning. Um, saw the strategy, saw the benefit to it, and saw how much I could help people. But all the background work I sort of underestimated, I guess. So that I guess is my my biggest challenge is to to really ramp that up, get more automated, because it, it's just something that needs to be done. So I I, I hope that answers. <laughs> Uh, sure, of course, you know, that kind of challenges everybody are facing. And can we agree about one thing? Nothing comes easy, right? Oh, oh exactly. It's, I mean, and that's with this industry. I mean, I love learning. I love, I love learning new things. Um, but I also, you know, I'm, I'm wise enough to know that some things are just not me to do myself. And that's why, I, you know, I enlist the help of, of lots of folks to, uh, that are much better at, at it than I do that part of the of the business. Okay, so how do you market yourself? Um, well, again, the strategy for the different buyer sellers investors are slightly different, but essentially combination of online and, and offline uh, marketing. Uh, right now, with the sellers, we're doing a lot of actual physical flyer delivery to different areas, to try mm -hmm. to match up what i have for for um kind of buyers um the you know kind of do more of the these 
Facebook Live types of things, get myself out there more. Um, you know, the offline stuff from pull tabs to signs to, you know, online, Kijiji, Facebook. Um, this real estate community that you have going is is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything else that you provide is 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 top notch and a, and a big benefit and and just expanding that and, and I mean it's just you know and, and being involved in things and doing stuff and meeting people whether that's a coffee meeting I'm always open to you know chatting with with anybody who just you know maybe not sure about the you know the investment side wants some more information love to sit down and chat about it and see where you know basically I need to see where the investor is to start with anyway see if it, it is a good fit um, and uh, basically, uh, you know, network events, um, good ones, bad ones, um, are kind of learned over over time that you know you don't have to go to every one. You you some that will fit what you what you're trying to what you're trying to achieve, and anything that I can do to help anybody else. I, I you know I'm I'm very free and open with anything that I that I may know. Right. If anybody asks, I'm more than happy to explain, you know, either my viewpoint or what I've experienced or or my opinion. So um, that's kind of sort of, you know, mouth to mouth. You know, I hope to try to expand that. People that go through the program have good experiences. You know, I, I, I pay referral fees for all sorts of kind of buyers, for investors, people that may not have, you know, the means to be an investor. But uh, bring people to me that can, then that first person is, you know, I, I reward that. I find that very valuable, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to reward that, that service because that's what it that's what it is to me. Yeah, I agree. You know, real estate investing business and being associated with Usman and good successful investors is a primary key, and marketing, marketing, and marketing is. Unfortunately, necessarily evil, which you have to do it. And uh, you know my sentence, you do not know what you don't know, right? And yeah. we've been learning on a regular basis how to how to market ourselves. And honestly, even, you know, I do really appreciate your time and output. And you are marketing yourself. I'm marketing myself, you know, by doing that kind of uh, workshops, presentations, right? And, you know, nothing is easy simple as that so uh we will be wrapping up and what what kind of uh message you would like to pass on to anybody who wants to become an investor or thinking about real estate investing um anybody that's thinking about it definitely um you know don't listen to people that have said they've lost money in the past with a rent own um opportunity because i mean it, it has happened but you know look up the company look up care up um see the integrity that we bring to the table the people that are involved and definitely just sit down with me uh or we can do a phone call or whatever is convenient for you to discuss um mm-hmm. investment opportunity and as i said it's you know we spend the first meeting I, I, we don't even we don't even talk any deals we just basically talk about you know what are you looking for what kind of return is acceptable to you? What are you getting now? What's your what's your um, history with real estate? I want to make sure it's a good fit. I mm-hmm. don't want you know I, I don't want somebody to have sleepless nights because they've invested their last thirty thousand dollars with me or what have you. Um, mm-hmm. I want to I want to give that potential investor you know I want to show them integrity that I bring to the table, which is what I've always lived by. And uh, you know, get to know them, get to have them know me a bit, and and be comfortable with investing with me, because as I said, it's got to be a win-win, and and I and I don't you know want somebody to lose sleep or or be unsure of of what they've invested in. Um, these are solid deals with you know title in the investor's name. They're in good neighborhoods. They're good homes. There's nothing, you know. Uh, you know, there's lots of, as I said, other strategies, but basically for the rent on turnkey homes, essentially. So nothing to go wrong. And essentially, I'm basically where the buck stops anyway, regardless of what happens with the tenant buyer. So between the investor and I, um, I am, I am, 
obligated to cover all the costs that we agree on and it's mm -hmm. a great return and i won't i won't mention returns because i don't think i can do that <laughs> yeah, understand the, the, the uh, vibe, yeah. yeah of course but uh but yeah they're, they're very they're above average you know double digit returns and, and we can talk further about that and basically it with the different types of investors that come on board people need different things some need cash flow some are, are willing to hold off to the end to get the balloon payment, which typically ends up being, being more, but um, we can we can cater to whatever an investor needs. Some people use the line of credit or the HELOC, and that comes with a, you know, a bit of a monthly cost, so they may want some, some uh, monthly cash flow and some at the end. So we, we, we mix it up however we need to to satisfy what the investor is looking for. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want we want to you know it's not a one one shot thing. We want to develop a relationship with each investor and have them you know be more than happy with with the returns and come back and and work with us for you know for a long time and you know bring other folks in as well and and uh, that's mm -hmm. sort of what we're looking at. So you know anybody that's thinking about. Uh, Potentially investing in biomates. Let's start out with that with a discussion, and and we'll see where we go from there. Okay, that is towards more towards the money partners and people which they yeah. would like to start investing their money first. Uh, what about those guys which are you know they have enough, uh, let's say balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's say that. <laughs> let's, let's say that right because uh, what would you like to? tell them all right people which they would like to follow your steps in the rental loan or any other strategies or being you know successful real estate investor what would you like to suggest oh, okay okay yeah no by all means so basically um yeah you, before you start i mean it's you you have to be committed and it's not a it's not a it's not a quick thing um and i would suggest you know determine your strategy um there's lots of books to read. I, I do lots of reading. I, I attend courses, um, and you don't have to attend courses. Once you determine a strategy you want, then it would be advisable to get you know get some some good education and and do things with with the community that that I'm involved in. A lot of the stuff I'm learning didn't come from any of the courses I took. It's just getting out and learning and asking questions. And at the very beginning, yeah, the, you know, attend events yourself out there um, let people you meet know what you're doing lots of people are willing to to help out lots of people are willing to give advice answer questions um, but you have to be you know committed determine I think determine your strategy but um, you know, as you progress along and the reason I took a lot of course I did was was not so much that I was interested in those particular strategies but with the amount of of properties and opportunities and things that, that I come across, I wanted to know enough to determine whether this, it may not be you know, a good rent own opportunity, but it may be an, another good deal for some other strategy, in which case I can still work with those and, and with the group that I have, I, I can tell if it's a good deal for somebody else. Definitely. So the biggest thing is, is being active, right? Um, being active, Getting involved, and it really doesn't matter what your you know financial situation is at the beginning. You you get educated, you go out, you ask questions, you surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do, and and you know commit yourself every day. When, when I started, I still had my you know regular day job, and I had to commit doing something every day because I found out if I if I didn't. Uh, do two, three, four hours every day to kind of get things going. That it's very easy to skip one day, to skip two days. So and that's just me. Maybe you know, other people are different. That's what I found is keep, you know, keep the pedal to the floor and keep moving ahead, and uh, and you'll you'll be glad you did. Okay, and it's not easy. Many people are failing no. because. Okay. Yeah. Take, no, I, take I agree. It's, it's a lot of work, but. Uh, you know, trying to go it alone is not the way to go. You you need to surround yourself with people that are that are doing what you're doing for for the education, for the motivation, um, and and for the you know for the uplifting stories because I mean there's tons of them, and to help you go through the you know the not so good stories because you'll have those too. But it's it's you know you just go you power through those and and away you go.
So I understand simply uh, there is no money growing on the trees, right? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. And you have to uh, you have to sacrifice a lot of your own time, a lot of uh, time with the family, and not many people are succeeding. So it's not easy, right? It's not easy to be successful investor per se to finding you know to become full-time real estate investor. So I do really appreciate your valuable time, Joe, because you know instead of talking with me, you could make a deal happen in, as we speak, right? So, yeah, no, so it's great. I, I always, always love chatting with you, Jörg. Of course, of course, and likewise. Uh, aside of the real estate investing dot community, right, which, you know, we building the community for the real estate investors and people which are looking to, to learn more about, you know, pitfalls and mistakes and how to be successful on that side how people can reach out to you, how they can contact you. Okay, well, basically, uh, the screen's up there. So I've got my uh, Calgary Rent to Buy um, site, which is calgaryrentpobuy.com or tanjadinvestments.com, which is T-A-N-J-A-D-investments.com. Uh, email um, jmigadel. A-M-I-G-A-D-E-L at streetsmart, reinvestor.com. Or as well, you could get me at, at min, A-D-M-I-N, at calgaryrentdubai.com. Uh, phone number, business line would be 587-885-0630. And I, I'll, I'll gladly give, give uh, my cell as well, which is 403-969-9852. So, through any of those uh, options, you can contact me, and we can uh, we can talk further. Perfect, Mr. Joe. So, anything, whatever you would like to last second message. Uh, it's it's great talking to you and everybody else out there. So, hopefully, um, people learn a few things and and uh, and want to move ahead with their with their real estate investing journey and. Well, people that are on here are either already involved or, or, or looking to get involved. So I'm open to chat with anybody um, at whatever stage you're at. And uh, yeah, we've touched on it several times. It's not easy, but it's definitely well worth um, you know, starting the journey and, and seeing it through. So stick with it. You'll be glad you did, you know, as you come out the end on, of the other side and and, uh, and realize how, how much of a, of a pleasure it is to be involved in the real estate industry. Street Smart Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the new innovative concept of real estate investing. No more expensive courses. No more high-priced mentors taking your money and leaving you without ongoing support. Become a full-time seasoned real estate investor by participating with our already successful team members. Now is the time to stop talking about real estate investing and start doing take action. Just ask and we will help you. We promise one thing, no BS. For more info, www.streetsmartrei.com.